0: God makes a way when there's no ways. I believe that every one of us has something that we are in and we need a breakthrough. We need a new way. And I believe today that God is going to come to you and meet you and incredibly encourage you in the way that you're in. God is the way maker. Is your way blocked? Is someone standing in the way? Are you stuck in a wilderness, in a desert? Are the promises resistant? Do you feel like, wow, my life is passing away? Have you put yourself into a place of passivity because you can't change anything in your life? God is the way maker. The song we just sang, God's going to do it again. You made a way when there was no way. God comes to you today to tell you that He is in the middle of your situation, and He knows your situation, and He knows your way out, and He has planned your way out, and He's going to make your way out for you. In Psalm seventy-seven nineteen, the psalmist writes, Your way was in the sea, your path in great waters, and your footsteps were not known. The way, the definition of way, is road, it's distance, it's a journey, it's a course, it's direction. Our way has impossibilities in it. God meets us in those impossibilities. The Lord makes the way for us. In Isaiah 43, 15, the Lord said, I am the Lord, your holy one. The Creator of Israel, your King. When we're in a place where there is no way, we need the Creator to be at work for us. He is the Creator. He can create a perfect way for us, and He can create a way out of where we're stuck. In Isaiah 43 16, thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters the sea in the bible always represents humanity maybe you're stuck in the middle of a sea of people maybe you're lost and uh, you can't get ahead because of other people the sea represents something more powerful than us something bigger than us something that we can't uh we can't stop ever stood in the in the surf and just felt the power of the wave i remember just one time being in in maui and just the, little, the wave was only this high, but it felt like it wanted to knock me over. It had such thrust behind it. You may feel like you're in a situation right now that's like, there is no way I can break through this. I have tried everything I can to break through this. I tell you, the Lord wants to make a way for you. And he wants to encourage your heart today that he is the one. That your way is not going to be stuck. You're not going to be in this place forever. A way... A path through. Through cancels the no ways that are in our life. Again, we need a way through those impossibilities. And our our mind, our will, our feelings are so connected in the places that we feel stuck and we feel like are not breaking through. It could be even about people in our life that we're praying for. Israel needed a way, a way into freedom. In Exodus 1, verses 13 and 14, it says So the Egyptians made the children of Israel serve with rigor, which is strictness, and they made their lives bitter with hard bondage. Is something that has you stuck in this way made you bitter? Are you frustrated? Do you feel like you're in hard bondage? They had to make the mortar, they were bitter in serving, in making mortar and making brick, and all matter of service in the field. They had to do everything. They had to even harvest all the food and plant all the food for the Egyptians. All their service in which they made them serve was with strictness. Do you feel like you're in that place? Do you feel like you are so home, oh, condemned, condensed in, pushed in, pressed down, that you feel like there is no way out? Has life made you bitter Blocking your way. But. Exodus one Exodus 12 But. The more the Egyptians afflicted them. The more they multiplied and grew. And they were in dread of the children of Israel. That which has been made. Impo- that which has made it impossible. And no way will grow you spiritually. Israel could not get free from Pharaoh and Egypt. Without God making a way. There was no way for them to escape. The wilderness way. Everyone has times in the wilderness. The definition from Strong's of the wilderness is a mouth. It's kind of different, huh? A mouth. And what does that mean? Wilderness is that mouth that swallows you up. It swallows your your hope. It swallows your dreams. It swallows the prophetic. It swallows everything. Anything that tries to give you hope or lift you up out of your situation. And it holds us captive. In the New uh, Bible Dictionary, it says, a barren desert is the wilderness. Places we are trapped in. In Exodus 13, 18, God led the people around by way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. Wow. We hate wilderness. We find ourselves stuck in those places just like the Israelites where there's no way out. Maybe it's your job, maybe it's your boss, maybe it's finances, maybe it's sickness, maybe it's something you're trying to achieve that is defying you accomplishing what you want to accomplish. Maybe it's something that is resisting your dreams. Why wilderness way, why the wilderness way, Lord? In Deuteronomy 8:2 God says, and you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and to test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. I was thinking about Jesus this week. We know he was the son of God. We know he was the Messiah sent to be the savior of the world. And when he had grown up and came into that point of time where he was going to be released to be the Son of God, the Deliverer, to be displaced in the world, to do the works of miracles, to show people that he was the Messiah, and then to die on the cross, he had to go into the wilderness. And several of the translations in the Gospel say that he was driven of the, by the Spirit into the wilderness. That's the only time the Holy Spirit drives anything, and the Holy Spirit drew, drew drove Jesus into the wilderness. There was a desperate thing in God's plan that Jesus the man had to be driven into this place of wilderness where really there was no way. And why was there no way? Because he had to face Satan, his opponent. The one who had had the whole world under his wraps since Adam and Eve had sold out everything and sinned. And Jesus went through 40 days in the wilderness. And it says... That he faced the beasts that were there. Think of the cobras, all the, the, the different snakes that are poisonous and beasts. That he faced those in that wilderness of 40 days. He was in great opposition mentally, physically, spiritually. He faced every opposition there was. All the demonic realm of hell was against Jesus. There was no way that Jesus could get through there on his own. But he was the son of God. He had to go through every test and temptation that went against his physical and mental abilities because those were the commands of God he had to fulfill to make a way for us. And by him going through those things, he paved the way for us to have him be the way maker for us. I tell you, if you're sitting there today and there's something that's just holding you back saying you're not going to make it, You need to really believe today that God is going to change something in your life. That God is going to make a way for you. That somehow the impossibilities are going to be your willingness that helps you see and step into what God has for you. And to have that testimony that God is the one that breaks through for me. The process of time and the cry. Don't give up thinking I have to wait longer in the no way. In Exodus 2, 23 and 24, Now it happened in the process of time that the king of Egypt died. Then the children of Israel groaned because of their bondage, and they cried out. And their cry came up to God because of their bondage. So God heard their groaning, and God remembered. His covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The cry, what the cry is? It's that place where the pressures of the desert wilderness, the pressures of not being able to see a breakthrough, the pressures of not being able to see an answer, the nagging pain that you keep having in your body, all those things are that pressure like in the olive press where the olives are pressed out and crushed so that the sweetness of that oil, the fragrance of the oil, the fragrance of the Spirit of God in your wilderness and what God is doing is squeezing It's squeezing on your old nature. It's squeezing on your own thinking. It's squeezing on all the things that defy what God God wants to do. But there's a sweet oil that comes out in your spirit. It's the oil of the Spirit of God moving on your spirit to bring a fragrance and appreciation for the wilderness experience. Because out of the wilderness experience, you come into God making a way for you, and you move into a whole new realm that God has for you.